So when you say thought leadership, you're you're basically taking your personal brand and putting your name and face towards your your reputation mm -hmm. towards an idea. Is that thought yep. leadership? Yep. And but not also speaking against the echo chamber. Welcome to The Scaling Edge. This is the internet talk program that focuses on the hard-won lessons of battle-hardened entrepreneurs here to share their value with you. And we have Dan Reyes here. What's going on, Michael? Ah, so much. So uh, much. There's a lot going on. I'm excited about the show. We're going to learn how to lead thoughts. That's important. I can't. Why do thoughts just show up in your head when you're doing stuff? Like you're having a conversation, things just pop in, you're like... I didn't want to think about how I lost in soccer when I was nine, but, we're but like ADD. it's just there. I think it's just a human thing. It's weird. Uh, but Max is here. Oh yeah, excited to be here. And uh, the thought leadership uh, of Sakura, the 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 Sherpa of Sakura, the thought leadership, Eddie. Welcome to the Scaling Edge. Thanks for being a part of our program. We appreciate it. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and why anyone should? Follow your thoughts. <laughs> Depending on who you speak to, uh, they may not want to do that. Um, I can tell you a value fronting story. Uh, hi, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me to this. I'm really excited to be a part of it. Uh, uh, so a little bit about myself. I've been in the wireless technology telco business for over 30 years. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm the forest gump of uh Telecom, because I've been involved in things that you use every day. So back in, real quick story, back in 1999, I was uh, playing around with some network equipment, and I sent a text message from two disparaging networks. So a CDMA network, which was like Sprint, if you remember Sprint back in the day, and AT&T, which was using an, an old technology. And I sent a message from, it was never, it was it hasn't been done before that way because the networks didn't talk to each other in any way, shape, or form. There was different technologies and different uh, anything. So I did it over a weekend, just playing around. And I walked into my management meeting on Monday morning, and I said, hey, guess what I did this weekend? And I told them. And my head of marketing said, oh, should we do a press release about that? That seems like a big deal. And I turned around and went, nah, no one's ever going to use it. Well, it's put my children through college. It's <laughs> <laughs> It's, it put my children through college. It's uh, my daughter eventually to med school in a, in next year. But for, yeah, so I've been sending a, a yeah. text message between two disparaging networks because back in the day, you could only if you are on AT and T, you can only send a text message from AT and T subscriber to an AT and T subscriber. It's all you're you talking about when we when we had the bag phones. That's that's you're going back that far. No, 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 no. Nineteen. So when you started getting the smaller flip phones, so okay, remember okay, okay. the Motorola. Or yeah, the, the Motorola or the Nokia, the one that you know would sunk the Titanic. You know the yep. what was it, the ninety one ten that you could throw against the wall, smash it, and then put it back together, and it worked better than it did before. That one, yeah. <laughs> or the oh, you threw it against the wall and the house fell down. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, so it was never done, but it was, so there was about five or six people in the industry. And I happened to be one of them that were actually doing it at that time. So it created peer to peer intercarrier messaging. And it was just something I did over the weekend. It was something my buddy was working in his lab doing it. And we're all kind of friends. The five of us are like, you know, we still talk. Um, so, and I was like, nah, no one's ever going to use it. Trillions of messages later, <laughs> everybody uses it. Big Wait, businesses thought out. Lost. You're saying you had a phone you could drop and it would still work? Oh, yeah. The oh, the black oh, If I If the, I say offensive things to my phone, it breaks. Yeah. So uh, the Nokia, the Nokia, yeah, the Nokia ninety nine ten, you know, whatever. It was, uh, it was, it almost. If if you remember, if you remember, um, if you remember the Matrix when he clicked the button and the phone slipped out, that was called the banana phone. So the phone model just prior to that one, right, was this phone that I saw a meme picture where it said, "What really sunk the Titanic?" and it was that that Nokia floating in the ocean. The thing was unbreakable, unbreakable. Uh, so trillions of messages later, you yeah. you figured out how to hack together two non-disparaging networks. Yep, yep. And so then, me, uh, so it, so I don't want to say it was just me. It was my. There was a. Is bunch that what of, thought the, leadership is like? I'll think about doing this and then make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one of my, I say one of my, I you know, depend on on who you ask, but. When someone says it can't be done, and you know there's pieces of it, like if a great, you know, if if I can send a message in the network and I can send a message out of the network, why can't I figure out how to make them both talk? Right. So I I'm very good at that. So don't tell me it can't be done. Tell me let's figure out a way to make it happen. Right. Um, and I've done that in most of my career. So most of my career is like. Don't ever tell me it can't be done unless it's just you know virtually impossible, right? You know, I, I can't I can't make myself better looking, right? So I need to make myself charming. So it's it's I don't I'm always about the point, I'm always about, you know, how do we get from point A to point B? And if there's roadblocks, let's figure out how to remove the roadblocks, go around the roadblocks, and just, you know, and get it done because. If this can be done here, and this could be done here, and this could be done here, then it, then let's figure out how we connect the first two points, and then how do we connect the last two points, and now we have a, a true you're, solution. You're a marriage right? therapist for cell phones. I'm sorry? You're a marriage therapist for cell phones. <laughs> Teach them how to talk yeah. together and get along <laughs> with each other. <laughs> trust, trust me, there's a lot of cursing involved. <laughs> Right, so there's a lot of point, finger pointing and blaming, but yeah. So that's did so, you pat? Did you patent this idea? Did was this so? Here's the funny you? thing. So the funny thing about that was, you know, when I said, "Oh no, no." So there was this one company that did patent it. So all this happened all around the same time. So and then one company, so like five or six of us were doing this. A good friend of mine, this guy, um, uh, Cormac Long, and wrote that. Um, interface, right? So he basically wrote the interface to make it all work. And there was this one company that did it and then um, that patented it. And then a few years later, they became patent trolls and they started going after my old company called Iris Wireless, which was what was called an intercarrier vendor, Cineverse, which was another one, VeriSign, which is where I work. Um, they went after, so 
they went after all of us and we all basically said this is all prior art so uh, some people paid some people didn't and when we were at iris we didn't pay we um so, so let's let's yeah. get on because we we don't have a whole lot of time sure. um, these yeah, are sure. all- i'm sorry Great names of companies that we have no idea who they are, but it sounds exciting. Um, but getting back to the fun stuff, what is thought leadership? So, so in my opinion, what what thought leadership is looking at it from the bigger picture, right? So, how how do you get from point A to P, point B, right? How to expand the market, right? How to expand just the industry um, and and everything that you do. Uh, so being that thought leadership, being on the forefront, willing to take the hits, right? A lot of people, you know, shy back because they don't want to take the hits, you know, willing to take the hits, willing to stand up to what you believe in. Is thought leadership putting yourself out there for new ideas? Yes. Yeah. And putting yourself out there for the real difficult decisions. So it's all easy, you know. We can all speak in in a in a in a, a vacuum, or we can all speak within our circle, and everybody could agree, right? But being that person that doesn't agree, or being that person that says the hard things, I have literally said in the in the industry that I'm in to do certain things that everybody knows is right, but no one will, will ever be willing. So to when say. you so when you say thought leadership, you're you're basically taking your personal brand and putting your name and face towards. Uh, or whatever your your reputation mm-hmm. towards an idea is that thought yep. leadership? Yep, yep. And but not also speaking against the echo chamber. See, that's the hard part. So everybody's going to sit around and kumbaya, all hold hands, everything is great, and then you get me from the back of the room going bull, you know, beat whatever. I don't know if you can. I don't want to curse, right? Oh, you know, this never, is this never heard words like that. Yeah, ex- well, exactly. Virgin yeah, you know, it's Christmas time. You got you gotta be, you know, you gotta be kind of nice, right? You know, you gotta be able to stand in the back of that room, stand up and say, This will not work, or you're all full of it, or bull crap, you could fix this problem from day one. And we all, you know, like we all know who the bad actors are. We all know what we need to do, but no one is willing to do that, protect the consumer, protect the brands, protect whatever. And you have to be willing to why? say that. Why would why wouldn't they be willing to do that? Sometimes it's revenue, sometimes they don't want to upset the apple cart. I'll give you a great example. I literally told a one of the most senior executives at one of the largest carriers in the world wireless carriers in the world that this will never work and they're all full of it and it's going to collapse in six months and so you I said was, that to who uh i let's let, leave out the names but it was no, but i mean did you put that like is is thought leadership going it was in front of a room it was in front of a room of 250 people and i stood yeah, up and said this will this will not work you guys work? will not nope it failed in six months and we're actually now friends and but at the time that person didn't appreciate me calling them out but you know that that's thought leadership you have to say you have to speak i hate to use this term truth to power right you just you know let's if it's not going to work why spend all this money and go down this path to failure right now failure is good don't get me wrong you learn from failure I have failed a million times, right? It's what you do after. But if 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 history is any teacher, 
and you're repeating the same mistakes, what do they say? You keep banging your head against the wall looking for a different answer, but it's still all you do is break your head open, right? And that's what that's what happens Run of the a mill, lot. Friday night at the Brooks household. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what happens in this. That's what happens in all industries. A lot in my industry, and you know, it, it's just it's just trying to educate them. It's trying to show a different side of of the coin, right? It's trying to you know. Let's not repeat the same mistakes over and over and over again because all we're doing is spinning our wheels. And, Got it. And that's okay, the so the average run-of-the-mill or above average or trying not to be average entrepreneur or business owner wants to go out there and and uh, build a thought leadership brand, right? Mm-hmm. Being known for thought leadership. What is their step? What do they do? First of all, look yourself in the mirror and say, you have a 99.9% chance of failing, right? Surround yourself. And then go, no, no, you, you got to be. You're all going to die. No, 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 no. you got to be honest with yourself. Just so let you know this is going to hurt you. This is going to, to hurt. And you're going to make mistakes. Learn from your mistakes. I like those odds. Yeah, no, no. Well, so you're what, saying what, there's a chance. All right, so but, no, right. No, but so, there so is a chance. That's the, the point. So somebody's looking there in is the a chance. and they got they got ninety nine percent chance of of being wrong or failing mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So so once they realize that they they have the they got to do it a hundred times to get it right. Uh, mm-hmm. What 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 is it? What do they do? What's their first step? Surround. They, they surround yourself with people. Surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. Oh, that's easy. It's easy for me. Right? Well, <laughs> surround yourself with people that are smarter than you that are going to that are going to challenge you to really think, really strategically think and just um and and get to that one percent success. Right? Not everybody's gonna be Google, not everybody's gonna be ways like 18. Yeah. I was I a buddy of mine called me up real quick. A buddy of mine called me up and said, Hey. There's this company that's doing this mapping software. You could become employee number seven, huge stock options, the whole deal. Do you want to do it? I said, what's the name of the company? He gives me the name of the company. I look it up. I go, this thing is going to fail miserably. And he said, okay, you don't want you don't want the job? I go, no. The company was Waze, and 18 months later, Google buys them for $6 billion, right? Not everybody is that company. But how many other companies like a Waze that failed, right? They would just, they went into this and, and I eventually met the CEO so and the founder. And, leadership is uh, saying whether something's going to be success or failure. No, it's thought leadership is putting this, putting is, is going there with the understanding that you're not going to be a ways or you're not going to be, you know, uh, a Facebook or understanding how difficult it is to for that success Putting yourself, surrounding yourself with some extremely people smarter than you that are all driving towards the same goal and and learning, you're going to make mistakes, learn from those mistakes, quickly pivot to the right direction. And as long as you keep doing that and keep fixing, you know, keep fixing the mistakes or get or pushing yourself back on that road to success, 
you will be successful. And then you're not going to fail at 99.9% like every other startup out there. You're going to have a 75% chance of success or that that success matrix is going to move. But you got to so, learn from your so mistakes. Leadership you is about quickly. honing in on that success matrix. That's right. Sharpening your skills and getting yourself out there publicly and being brave enough to put your name on predictions. That's right. Well, it's also putting your name on predictions, but also um, it's it's you truly have to, you know, be able to pivot extremely fast. If something is not working and it's continually not working, you don't continue to keep doing it. You pivot to something right. You know, how are you working? Change. How are you working with companies now? So, um, so Sakura is a mobile identity company. Mobile identity is the ability to utilize this very, very secure device and the SIM card that's in the secure device to authenticate you, similar to OTP, which is um, one-time password or two-factor authentication, where you get the six-digit code. What Sakura does is we actually communicate in real time with the wireless networks to know that it's truly you, it's truly your device, you're accessing your bank account or wiring uh, money to, a, to somebody else. You didn't swap out your SIM card and who, who, take a what kind, take, of, what kind of companies use you? So banks, fintechs, gambling companies, any. Just think of this: at the anybody who has ever sent you a two-factor authentication, yeah, can use Sakura from an enterprise side. So, so a bank or a fintech will integrate with Sakura, and Sakura yep. says, "Yes, this person uh, accessing the, your app, they're actually the person that should be." That's correct. Or accessing accessing the website or whatever, they can validate the subscriber in real time against the network, which will. But it's only one piece of a bigger picture, right? So they take attributes from different from different data sources, and they come up with a picture of Eddie DeCurtis, right? They come up with my picture. They say, okay, this is truly him. And there's a scoring mechanism. So let's say I'm trying to wire money to you, but you're really kind of scamming me. My bank may say, well, you know what? This doesn't look good. I can send him a one-time password, but he'll he's there or he's telling somebody the code. Let me validate that mobile device that is truly Eddie. He's, you know, and he's truly doing this. Now it comes back and maybe the scoring's low. It gives the bank or the fintech another opportunity to validate me. Maybe it's a phone call. Maybe it's the bank calling me saying, Are you trying to do this? This helps eliminate the fraud other than just sending a six-digit code that I can yell across the room to my to the guy who, want, who wants it. Also, you know, we could tell if the phone is in call state. A lot of the scammers, what they tend to do is they'll call you up and they say, I'm from this bank and I need, I'm going to send you a code. There's a big Facebook scam going on now where you put something on Facebook Marketplace. The person says, Hey, I'm going to send you a code. Tell me the code because I don't believe it. You're really selling this object. And what they do is they 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 immediately take control of your bank accounts and you know and 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 stuff. So this this helps that. What it does is the banks or the fintechs or whomever can see that you're in a call, that you're on a call at the time. The call was an inbound call. Maybe they don't want to release those funds, or maybe they want to call you up and validate that this is really going on or send you a message. And somehow 
have that that interaction to avoid that scam or to avoid that fraud. So that's what Sakura does. So we work with enterprises on one side, and then we also work with mobile operators on the other because we get the data real time from well, the mobile very, operators. Very cool. If any of these companies want to get a hold of you, how do they how do they get in touch with you? Well, they can come to our website at um, sakura.id right s-e-k-u-r-a dot i-d or they can email me at eddie at sakura dot i-d we will throw that into the show notes eddie thank you so much for being a part of our program thank you for being on the scaling edge and sharing your value on thought leadership with our audience we appreciate it we appreciate you leading the thinking here today so uh thank you we will see you again cheers thank you very much have a happy holiday